1: sports with drunk. I'm your host, Scott Cake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Mark... No,
2: no, no, no. The badass Billy Gunn. <laughs>
3: the badass Chris Massey.
0: And the rat of a Red Baron.
3: Yeah. Uh, Kyle, I
1: don't think you're cool enough to be a member of DX. There, I said it. Uh,
2: neither was Hornswoggle, but he made it. Yeah, but that wasn't like really, really DX, though. It was kind of really DX.
1: I mean, like, like I don't know. I think we just have to agree to disagree on this one. Also, oh, a camera. Oh.
4: And I feel like the Pokemon in this game are way smaller than they're
1: supposed to be. Yeah. Um. Oh, hey, not to not to really just like keep derailing the uh, start of our show here, but uh, Mock, I figured out what the uh, XX extra extra small and extra extra large pokemon uh are are really annoying for her. why uh they count as special trades if you want to trade them oh that's dumb so stupid um all right uh tr- starting lineups kendall uh, what- i'm dri- oh, what are you- sorry tomorrow what's that i said what are you drinking a lot of since you don't have to go to work tomorrow
0: Uh, I'm actually having some dirty martinis uh, (laughs) featuring uh, dry line Cape Cod gin from South Hollow Spirits of North Truro, Massachusetts, accompanied with these Powell and Mahoney craft cocktail mixers, dirty martinis.
1: I just feel Rebecca not
0: being happy tomorrow.
4: (laughs) Like, and I'm gonna follow this up by peeing my own bed.
0: That's right. Put down the tarp already.
3: <laughs> Massey, I'm drinking an old fashioned.
1: Nice. What? What? Which? What bourbon's in there?
3: Uh, Buffalo Trace. <laughs>
0: Buffalo Wild it's Wings. A fireball. Man, you much a Fireball fucking
1: old-fashioned. <laughs> Talk about fucking heart-burning.
2: Uh, souls. I'm just drinking water tonight.
1: Because uh, you ran out of those six beers I got you for Christmas? Yeah, I
2: bought a four-pack last week. I just don't feel
1: like drinking. No, oh, he had a beer yesterday, so he can't have one today. <laughs> just getting, don't feel like Getting responsible Working with sports here.
4: <laughs> uh Mock? Uh I found a high life in the back of my fridge. Nice. That's hilarious. You should dump that high life. No. Oh I, I did. I did.
0: So now he's just holding the I... empty bottle. <laughs> I am drinking Gwyneth Eltro.
1: She's hot. Like only in Iron Man, though. <laughs> yeah, like you know what I mean. Like she's hot, but like only in Marvel movies. She's pretty. Yeah, I'll take it. So yeah. Paul, what are you drinking? A Guinness Peltro. Al oh,
3: Peltro.
0: Did you let it cascade?
1: Guinness, or Guinness Mass? Guinness.
3: Yeah, I got it. Oh, okay. I was just for the
0: first time. Oh, you're saying a Guinness.
1: I'm drinking my way downtown.
4: Kyle, is that Telemundo? Kind of. <laughs>
0: well, I love Sabado Gigante.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so I get my weather. <laughs>
2: To be sunny in ninety four. That's not how they say it. Yeah, I don't know how they say it. I say so. Shut up, Kendall. You're the reason why we just start fifty five minutes late. I
0: I apologize, <laughs> but that that's what it is. I say so.
2: I tell you, sure. that was way more aggressive than it needed to be.
0: Yeah, I want an apology. I'm not, or at least a good wipe. Wow,
2: oh,
4: you better uh, hope you get that apology.
1: <laughs> All right, uh, toast of excellence. I
3: got one. Go ahead. Toast to LeBron James for becoming the NBA's all-time leading scorer. Dude,
4: the Super Bowl happened. No one cares about that anymore. <laughs> yeah,
3: but I called dibs on that. I'm, really
4: <laughs> I'm kidding.
1: Do you think – I guess this would be more for Kyle just because, like, he has, like, a bigger history of basketball, but you guys are all welcome to chime in. Do you think if – because, like, Michael Jordan, you know, he played, what, I think, like, 15 seasons. He missed kind of, like, a season and a half in the middle. He probably could have played a few more seasons if he'd really wanted to. do, Do you think if, like, Michael Jordan decided, like, if Michael Jordan had decided that, you know, scoring, like, individual records were more important than winning, do you think Michael Jordan would have would have been uncatchable in total points? Oh, yeah. Um,
3: yes, because especially when Phil Jackson came in, essentially, he didn't, like, ruin his point total, but he stopped scoring as high as he was. He definitely dropped at least seven points a game.
2: He was more... He was
1: more. Uh, he wanted to be more of a dickhead. Well, it's just like like winning was just more important to him than yeah. anything. Yeah, and talking trash like, is what he was all about. Because like you you see these things and people like use them as talking points and of course they will and like whatever and that's fine. But like oh like you know like uh like I saw this morning it made me really mad and it was like someone was like this is why LeBron's the goat and it was because. He he broke Kareem's record in like 114 less games, and it's like, well, Kareem never took a three pointer, so <laughs> um,
3: was actually discouraged from taking three pointers. Huh? Was actually discouraged from taking three pointers.
1: Right, like, so I don't really care what the game total like difference is because you know that's just really impressive. Um, I was just I was just curious. Uh. Mark, do you have a toast of excellence?
4: My toast is to Brian Dable, winning this year's NFL
1: Coach of the Year. You're the Super Bowl, dude. no one cares about that. Oh, you're right. Um,
2: Souls? Uh, my toast of excellence is to the Super Bowl.
1: Dude, the Super Bowl. Dude. Way to fucking be original. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, Kendall?
0: uh mine is to uh chad henney calling it a career on top and providing the most christmas card themed uh retirement basically it's like hey we won the super bowl hey take a picture of me i'm about to retire <laughs> with a bud light in his uh,
3: hand.
1: i liked <laughs> the product placement though because he tagged bud light <laughs> <laughs> uh i took some excellent three of them uh one is to uh the Miller Coors company for just fucking getting it right and making one ad for both beers, <laughs> like all it's, three beers. You're, yeah, three beers. You're owned by the all the same company. Like why? Like why? Like like do this so perfect? And then also to uh to Tubi for you know really fucking a lot of people
3: over. That no, I don't know what so happened. Funny. What happened there? Oh, so you didn't see that commercial? I must have been in the other room.
1: So Tubi had a commercial. Where they had Greg Olson and what's his face? Like, yeah, Kevin Burke. So, like, it came back, and like, you could tell it didn't look like the actual Super Bowl coverage, but it it was the commercial started with the two of them in the booth, like talking. And then the little smart TV bar popped up from the bottom and it scrolled over and selected Tubi and then started scrolling through the things Tubi has to offer and then picked like Mr. and Mrs. Smith to watch. But the, it was so smoothly done that it looked like somebody was fucking with a remote at your house.
3: Uh, you know what? There,
1: I there remember are, that. thousands of videos around the internet now of people losing their shit at home because they thought somebody was fucking with the TV. Eric saw... was ready to kill. It was
4: fucking hilarious.
3: <laughs> I saw just snippets of that, but I didn't actually like, sit down and watch what it was. That was
4: actually one of my talking points I wrote down. It was so funny. Eric was like "Speed, like looking around. He's like, Who's doing it? Who's
0: doing <laughs> it?
1: <laughs> and then uh my last toast of excellence is to the uh the death of one sports season and the start of the birth of another. Pitchers and catchers report this week.
4: Man, I thought you were going yeah, USFL yeah. there.
1: Well no. I tell you what though, I do like that the USFL paid all that money to like basically say they were real football. They're <laughs> not Oh, hey look, I don't it was
4: just you guys want to hear something funny i I made a joke during the Super Bowl yesterday and it it I thought it was really funny, but it bombed real hard, and I was surprised how bad it bombed Hey, let's hear it all right, so the commercial that showed the like the women's flag football league the girl running around mm-hmm. right? yeah they're like oh women football, blah 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 and I was like, well, that's dumb. And, and I forgot who it was at the the party, like, said something. And I was like, yeah, well, they deserve equal pay, though, right? <laughs> Real swing and a miss. I thought it was hilarious.
1: Yeah, that's tasteless.
4: I was surprised with the crowd that was there that it didn't get more traction.
1: I think when that happened, I just said, like, they already have lingerie football. What, do that, what else are they looking for? Yeah.
4: Like, take your clothes off and do it. Let's go.
1: Yeah. And I had Josh well, at- the joke definitely landed. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but, you know.
1: Yeah.
3: Crack them? Yeah, crack them. Do we get Kendall's list of
0: excellence?
1: Yes. Mr. Yeah, Ken- Ken- Kendall's was to, like, sobriety or something.
2: I'm not.
0: Yeah.
2: It was to John Travolta in the T Mobile commercial. <laughs>
0: I'm a big Zach Braff guy. Scrubs is like the. I like that commercial. I hate Scrubs. I like the theme song.
2: I I don't care about Scrubs. I care about
1: John Travolta. I think the best part about Scrubs was that the like head doctor guy, Doctor Cox. Yeah, he was just like a real asshole, and I was here
2: for it. <laughs> Remember when we did the project on the golden ratio and we never got to present?
0: Yeah, in a way it was for the best. <laughs>
2: Jeff didn't do anything. Yeah, it's son of a bitch.
4: <laughs> Actually, can, can you go to Cumberland Farms and get me a monster?
0: <laughs> hey, you on your way over? On your way. <laughs> Drive past my house. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah, If you don't mind... Kendall, you never really put up a point to not do it. No, I mean listen. I drink the monster. It's 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 more about like not being well, on the way. You drink <laughs>
1: because you paid for the monster because it wasn't. Hey, will you go out of your? Will you stop at this thing out of your way? It was also. Hey, uh, also, could
0: you buy them? I did. <laughs> I did, but I mean not. Uh, I, I would. I'm not going to sit here and say that I paid for every single one. I paid for many, but Kyle bought them sometimes.
2: Jeff bought them never.
0: <laughs> so we're all on the same page here.
1: <laughs> My absolute favorite part, though, uh, of the Jeff Monster Saga was when we when I was living on Maple Ave after Jeff had moved out. When he would come from his apartment and we'd ask him to stop, it would be like, nah, it's not in the way. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> yep. And then Kendall would respond with,
0: yeah, you know what? You're right. Yeah, Listen, I'll me. just go. He was just using a better map than me.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. You still run everything off of the, the, the old railroad system. <laughs>
0: Got some monsters outside right now.
2: You know, ironically, monsters make me more tired.
0: Yeah, I bought a, a bunch of them like for work. Like, oh, this is going to be just like back in the day. It's going to help me out. All it does is make me shit. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know why.
2: I'm, I'm sure it wasn't the expired oatmeal that you are eating.
0: Expired oatmeal? You just
2: That's got your funny. oatmeal. That's very
4: funny. So so what did you guys think of the Super Bowl? It
2: was uh, good until the end. Yeah, I thought it was a top five
1: decided to make it about them. Nah. I don't disagree I don't disagree that it was a holding call. They hadn't called that all game. And then it because like, it's a it's a tippy it's a tacky play. And it, you know, and it was holding, It you know, just like there's, you know, a billion offensive line holding calls that could be called a game and all that stuff. But, like, that that play happens every – that holding happens every single play. Every I play. though,
3: It was an uncatchable ball.
1: But, like, but whatever, even regardless of that, like, there it, it was holding there. You know what I mean? Like, there was. So – but, like I said, that holding happens on every single play. They just call it once all game. Also to, call in, to, to call it at a time where it, was the, it absolutely decided the outcome of the game, it kind of, like, wins the game. Like I said it last night, Like it, it made me feel like I wasted two and a half hours or four and a half hours of my life watching that game just for it to end like that. That's
4: how I. You know, it, it was one of those things where, like, at first I was like, ah, you know, it is, uh, obviously, I, I, I it doesn't really matter to me, but, um,
3: do you have a vested interest in that game?
4: I mean, really, just wanted the Eagles to lose, but like, yeah. it is what it is. Um, for me, like, after the game, once um Bradbury came out and was like, it was a hold, I was like, well, I don't care about this anymore, like. I, I know people. You know you're gonna hear about it forever, but um, once they came out and like, and even even beyond Brad, like most of the Eagles players, you know, were just like, "No, it was you know, it is. Here's what happened." I was like, "Well, to me, this is no
2: longer an issue." Well, the issue was that the Eagles couldn't stop a weight in the second half.
3: Correct. And then
4: I, I didn't real like I, I forgot totally. Also, like, and Reddit reminded me like something very similar happened last year in last year's Super Bowl. Uh huh. Almost in like the same like situation. I saw it before and I was like, huh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it, it was just
1: like like the game, like you know. You could feel it. it was, you know, it was just like, you know, like, oh, they got all the momentum. There's no way they're going to get stopped. They're going to they're going to win this game. Like, you know, I called it in the, the place I was watching it with two minutes to go in the third quarter. I was like, this, this game's over. I was like, it, it might come down to the wire, but the Chiefs are not going to lose this game. There's just no way. Um, and, you know, like I was kind of thinking a little differently towards the end and then just like i don't know just for it to go out like that like it's one thing to like watch the quarterback and the offense like kneel out the ball the way the chiefs yeah. did like a strategy standpoint versus like like they had the ability to do that because it was handed to them like it was like it it, it was oh. the the pen- and oh. like it, it, it was egregious penalty like it wasn't something that needed to be called um especially like when it wasn't called all game
4: Another another question, I ha- and only because I was trying to find this and I couldn't. Is The, the us- final, the, the Hail Mary throw, was the ball tipped or something? Or did it just slip out of his hand?
3: He had a shoulder injury going into this week.
0: Just didn't have enough on it, I fun mean, guess.
4: I, I, mean, here's, I mean, he was throwing deep balls. All, I mean, that one came out and just went nowhere. So I didn't know if someone got like a finger on it coming out. No, there was nobody around him. Well, as he's throwing, there, there's a defender kind of in his face as he's throwing. See. So that's why I, I couldn't tell, like, and, and I couldn't find, like, a decent replay to see it. And I haven't heard anything, but, like, that ball came out and just went nowhere. Um, Indeed. Like, as as he's stepping up to rusher, it's kind of, you know, in, in the way... Like I, I don't second. know it. It just seemed, it just seemed so straight. Like I didn't know if the ball just slipped out of it. Like he just, yeah, it just slipped was, out of his hand.
3: There was no contact
0: there. Was it a I think it was a design thing where, like, hey, we'll throw X amount of yards down and try to do the hook no, and lateral no. from there
4: because there was no one there.
0: Well, I know, but I just didn't know it was like a it, miscommunication. It was just real
4: strange.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Like hey, I'll be honest with you guys, I understand this will never happen. But the Super Bowl MVP should go on the offensive
3: line. I mean, yeah. But
2: who? All of them.
3: It it doesn't work
2: like that. I don't give a fuck if it should. They didn't give up a single sack to one of the best front sevens
3: in football. The best front seven in football didn't make any adjustments during the game, and that's why they lost. Was there a sack at all? Uh, Like, for either side? There was one technical sack by the Chiefs. Because the defender touched him out as he was like trying to scramble away behind the line of scrimmage by like half a yard. counter like, hey, sack.
4: I mean, does does the fumble count as like a strip? Set? Like, no, I don't know
3: he how. Dropped it.
1: No, because he was he was he was a runner at that point. Okay. Because <clears throat> even that that was like <laughs> that was a, like was the
3: there ball was like, like a, was there a, a lot of his head. No, there was no traditional sack in that. Yeah. game.
4: That was crazy. It, like even the the fumble, like it, the ball just like falls out of his hand.
3: It, was, it looked it was... like he was just trying to adjust it over to his other hand to, like Paul said, become a runner, and it, he just missed it.
2: Yeah, it was just a, a freaky thing. Orlando Brown about to get the bag.
1: Hopefully from the Bears. <laughs> Did you guys see the thing with Terry Bradshaw? What, well, where he was drunk? Yeah, that happens every weekend.
4: Well, well do you see, like, after the, uh, like, this was annoying, too, because, again, I was like, just kind of reading articles today.
3: And There's people, like, calling for Fox to fire him. Why, was we'll so, slurring his words up on the stage? I get no, I,
4: get, I guess afterward, like, he, you know, he was interviewing whoever, and then, um, or the owners, and then he was trying to get Andy Reid. So I think at first he told, he, like, he was like, get the big guy up here. And he told him to waddle up, and then at the end he told him to eat a cheeseburger, like on him, like noise. Must not be like, you know, like week in, week out. Like this is like Andy Reid's thing. Like, like this is his yeah, like his moniker. Is he eats fucking fucking like
3: the players gave him a cheeseburger
1: (laughs) in a box?
4: It's just. It was just another one of those things where you hear it and you're like, oh, God, like, there's just people that have nothing to do with anything, just making nonsense.
3: All right, ben. so e- here, Bach, this goes even better to your, to your thing. Uh, Andy Reid did an interview with Peter King this morning. The play uh, that they used to get into the end zone at the end both times where they motioned in but didn't actually motion in. Yeah. I don't know what Andy Reid calls that play a cheeseburger calls a corn dog <laughs> yeah that's right like
4: it, it's you know the super bowl obviously is a giant sporting event so of course there's people that don't like typically watch football watching the game so it's just annoying to see people like oh i can't believe this is happening they you know he's being fat shamed <laughs>
2: uh, oh, look at <laughs> they call him the walrus
3: Like, this is hilarious the audible call for that play is corndog if you go back and listen Mahomes shouts out corndog <laughs> that's awesome because
1: uh, we're not going to I don't think we're really going to get to see the, the how old is Andy Reid uh,
3: 63 63 Andy Reid is 64 sorry
1: Okay, so yeah, you son of a bitch. There, there's a there's somewhat of a chance that we see Andy Reid, like basically coach the Chiefs until Mahomes is either gone or retires.
3: Yeah, if he wants to stay around that long, which I don't right. see why he wouldn't.
1: If he wants to, right? Like because Belichick's in his seventies,
3: right? Yeah. Belichick's at the end of his seventies. I think. I think he's yeah. in his eighties. So, so no, like, he's not in his eighties. Is he not? So let, no, let's he's just say just seventy.
1: Let's just say Andy Reid. Let's let's say Andy Reed does the 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 stays throughout the tenure of Patrick Mahomes. Um, do do you think that at any point? Uh, I'm not. I'm not making the argument that he's not a Hall of Fame coach because I think he is a Hall of Fame coach. Especially after but, tonight
3: or last night.
1: Well, so do do you think at any point though? Um, because the whole thing was like, oh, like. Everybody was so excited to see, you know, like especially like, the Tom Brady haters with the world, you know, they, they were all like chanting the 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 psalms of Tom Brady's going to suck and Bill Belichick's still going to be good because it was Belichick, not Brady. You know what I mean? Like that was a big thing. Like oh, Brady's nothing without Belichick. And then Brady went on to, you know, win the Super Bowl and Belichick is yet to have a winning record without Brady. Um, so so I, the I question think, is – well, I would say because Andy Reid's kind of had the reverse. Like, Andy Reid was basically just a choke artist before he got Mahomes. He went to a Super Bowl and lost and then was just consi- – like, just was was consistently, like, fighting for the division every year and then losing in the first round of the playoffs. And then he gets Mahomes and he kind of, like, wins. So, like, Mike, do you think that, like – like, do you think Andy Reid's, a, a, like, a top five coach all time or do you think, like, when it's all – like, l- let's just say the Chiefs no. win – Let's say the Chiefs win three more Super Bowls in, in Mahomes' career with with Andy Reid as a head coach. Like, does Andy Reid deserve the nod to be considered a top five head coach all time? So Regardless, I of
3: think day. I think currently top all top because this was a discussion on Reddit a week ago before the Super Bowl happened. So the list he's in the top fifteen, but where he falls in there, it's like who's the top ten list. Top 10 receivers all time. Well, there's 15 top 10 receivers. You got Belichick, Lombardi, Walsh, Brown, Hallis, Lambeau, Shula, Landry, Null, Gibbs, Reed, Parcells. There's a lot of, like, top 10 coaches all time. Um, Can't help but notice that you
1: didn't put Mark Tressman on that list.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was trying to think of some funny names.
3: Uh but so the question then becomes at what point do you start picking them off? Do you pick any of those off and put Reed ahead of them after last night?
1: Well so like that's the that's the question I guess like that I'm asking though is more so like like how much of his like winning success do you do you accredit to Patrick Mahomes versus Andy Reid? Because Andy Reid never did it without him, without without an elite quarterback, you know what I mean?
3: I'd be curious to see I, it's hard because
4: sure, I, I, you'd have to, you have you got to look Mahomes? at you got to then look at the other coaches in the same scope. I mean, if
1: Belichick doesn't have Brady, you know, no, is he? I, in no. that, you know, what I mean, so like, no, I, I'm saying that, but that was the that was the comparison. I mean, is that's what I'm saying? Like, you know, like that that's what I'm I'm because like if Belichick the, the the benefit to Belichick is that he's not going to coach long enough without Tom Brady for it to really tarnish his career. He's, he doesn't have, he's not going to, he's not going to coach for 15 more years. Andy Reid might coach for 15 more years, but it's kind of, but it's on the reverse side of it. You know what I mean? Like if you, if you kind of like struggle in the beginning and then succeed at the end, people forget you struggled. You know what I mean? Like Tom Brady's going to have a dark mark on his career forever because of the way he went out that's just the way that sports work. So like, I'm just curious. Like, I don't, I think Andy Reid is a great coach. I always thought he was a great coach. I thought like when he, but like when the Chiefs signed him, like a lot of, it was, a lot, there was a ton of questions. Like, why would the chiefs like do this as a guy who can't win, you know, he wins games, but he can't figure out how to get to the next step, you know, and stuff like that. So I was just curious. I mean, I don't think it's necessarily true because they were, they were pretty much, they were almost a Super Bowl team with Alex Smith. Yeah. But I'm just curious, like, you know, like I don't know. Yeah. It's just
0: I mean, I could I could agree with kind of what you're saying. It's like a, a reverse Belichick. I mean, I think there's merit to saying that. I'd be curious to know how many losing seasons Andy Reid has. Because I mean, I think there's been a certain level of success with every quarterback he's had. Now, obviously, like you said, there was kind of there's a lot of one and dones, You know, he made to the uh, Super Bowl once with the Eagles, but in between that and this first win with the Chiefs there was a lot of early exits but I don't know I, I think there's, there's still worth the you know hey you make the playoffs every year or you know every other year and I think that 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 weighs enough to be considered a, you know Hall of Fame coach this that and the other
3: also almost every quarterback that's played under him has had success I mean except I mean, Kevin Cobb except, except Kevin, Cobb. Kevin Cobb but I mean you look at it with Fucking Chad Henney last night or last week or I guess two weeks ago with the bye week. Uh comes in off the bench and leads the longest drive in playoff history, capping with a touchdown, and he hasn't played all season long. That coaching goes into that. Also
1: on a side note, uh I'd like to get your guys' opinions from a non like bias and like whatever standpoint on uh, Devin Hester not making it to the Hall of Fame again.
2: I I said he should be in. He'll get in. Anytime somebody changes the game.
1: Do Do you think Devin Hester deserves to be in now?
3: Yeah. There's a lot of guys I think deserve to be in now. Hester being one of them.
0: Yeah, it is – this was the second year he kind of got looked over, correct?
1: Yeah, this
3: was the second year of eligibility. Yeah. He was still a finalist. that got to count for something.
0: No, I know. I mean, it's interesting because, like, what if this happens next year? It's like, oh, well, he was a finalist. And then, like, I agree, too. I think he's for sure going to get in. But, like, at what point is it, like, after the seventh year? Like, okay, we can't find – it.
1: Well, and that's the thing is like I think it, I think like the longer because because it's as a return guy and not as like a skill position, I think that his chances diminish the more that the years go by. Especially especially because right now like you look at like what he is considered a specialist at is a non-factor part of the game. It doesn't matter. It's it's an irrelevant part of football now. You know what I mean? It's like one of those things where it's like, you know, like uh, Kyle, I totally agree with what you said. Like, you know, he, he changed the game. He completely changed the game. He changed how that position was looked at by coaches during like combines and drafts and everything. You know, when people saw what he was capable of doing, it completely changed the way people looked at players like Devin Hester. But like, I guess you could also make the argument, how much did he really change the game if that position is basically obsolete now? You know, 50, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you could justify having a Devin Hester, a Percy Harvin, a Josh Cribs on your team, you know, for. Now just, you just
2: need somebody,
1: Now, now you, you just need somebody to
2: be, be able to catch the ball.
1: Now you just need the six. Now you just use the six. The six string receiver, or you just use the the the, you know the the fifth safety on your depth chart. Just somebody that's going to catch the football and just kind of run up and get tackled because they don't design they don't they don't design it to run for touchdowns anymore. You know, so it's like I I think that the longer he goes without getting in, I think it's the more likely he just doesn't.
4: Now. Just, just to kind of put out there, do you think it matters, like, the other guys that would go in with him at all? Like, So, like, I, I guess what I, I'm trying to say, like, the, like the strength
1: of the class, do you think that plays into anything at all? I, I, I don't think it plays into him. I think that it does play into other people, like, other people that, like, should be in the Hall of Fame. Like, Massey said, there there's a list of people that should be, that keep getting looked over. Yeah. I think that goes into it. Like the year that Brian Erlacher and Ray Lewis, like I, I I thought there was a legitimate concern. I thought there was a real chance Brian Erlacher didn't go into the Hall of Fame on the first ballot because that was such a strong, heavy class yeah. of people that, you know, Brian Erlacher, as great as he was, you know, wasn't a multiple time MVP, wasn't or you know, defensive player of the year. He wasn't um, you know, like it, it, because of the richness of that position's history on the Bears, he wasn't like the team leader in like a bajillion different categories. He never won a Super Bowl, so like I was, I thought there was legitimate concern that he didn't get in first ballot. Um, with Devin Hester, I think it's a lot more to do with. I think that Devin Hester and Kyle, you can tell me if this is a completely ba- bass backwards analogy, but I think that like the way that you look at Devin Hester is like looking at like you know, like a like a second baseman. Like it's just kind of like a who cares position. Cause isn't like second yeah. base, isn't does isn't second base like like the least represented fucking position in the in the hall of fame. Yeah. Because second base is more of like the guy that can't play shortstop. Right, but like even even if like even if you're a defensive juggernaut, like your hitting is usually so abysmal that something takes yeah, such you a just need to, so it's like, like Devin yeah, Hester's the second base is just to have a good close. Right. Like Devin Hester's like, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, he's got 18, you know, touchdowns, you know, return touchdowns, but like he's got, you know, fucking John Ross receiving numbers.
3: So I'm looking, at, race. I'm looking at the and, yearly finalists right now in number of times that they've been finalists. So I, I don't know if we can like pitch it based off of that. I'll go back, like, two years to see where we landed and see what you guys think.
1: I think another thing, too, well, before you do that, Massey, is I think that um, another thing too that hurts Devin Hester is—because I think Devin Hester belongs in the Hall of Fame. I think he should have got in this year. I could understand the argument for not being a first-ballot Hall of Famer, but I think he should be in. Um, I think another argument for Devin Hester, too, is he's the all-time leader in return touchdown, but if you look at the gap in which it took to get there— it's pretty, big, you know what I mean? Like he ripped off a humongous percentage of those return touchdowns in like, his, and then kind of sprinkled in like the
3: last, like 12 years. Yeah. I muted you when there's no noise on yourself.
0: I kind of just wish that the criteria was different in the NBA. Once you retire, you're basically you're eligible right then and there, correct? No, no. What was it? Is it a year? No, it's longer than that. Uh Well, then I guess I, I misunderstood. Maybe it's just because it's a video <laughs> game. But you know, like when we would play, you know, like our creative guys, we'd be like hall of famers. Like the year we retire. So well, I, that's yeah. because.
1: Well, what are you going to do? You're going to simulate five years of your career? No, your, your no. Mind?
0: I just figured that it would be. You're
1: going to watch five years of, of NBA simulation. No, no, no. But I get. But I guess
0: by by showing that, I just always thought it was. You know. No,
1: there's 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 a time frame. There's a time frame in all in all sports. I don't know what the difference, but there's there is. I know. Well,
4: what I I think baseball is what five years. I think they're all around five years, give or take.
3: They are all five years from date of retirement.
4: Yeah.
0: I don't know. I just feel like the. I understand what they they're, they're try to do in the sense that okay, well, if you come back, you know, from from retirement, this that, and the other, but like I feel like the timing is arbitrary and the number of people each year that get in is arbitrary. It's just a number that someone came up with, and it's just like this is what we stick with, and this is what the the sports writers feast upon. I don't, I, I just feel there's so many players that like this should not even be a conversation. The guy deserves to be in the hall of fame and yet year in and year out, you know, there's these players that will get overlooked and then here we are sitting and talking about it. It's just, I I just, I I feel like that there's gotta be a better way.
1: Well, I think what always makes me laugh too with the football hall of fame is that it's the, it's the pro football hall of fame. It's not the football hall of fame. So it's an entire hall of fame dedicated to only the NFL whereas like the basketball hall of fame you see a lot of guys get you know not don't, not get in on their first second third fourth ballot because you're inducting ncaa coaches you're inducting wnba players you're inducting you know march madness uh broadcasters you're inducting you know uh office personnel from you know teams you you know you're inducting an inordinate amount of people across various platforms of basketball whereas like in football it's like it's just a big thing and it's like but we're, it's only the NFL like we're not you know that the pro football hall of fame isn't fucking putting in you know we're not putting in fucking Cam Newton for what he did in college we're not putting in you know like like Tim Tebow is one of the greatest college quarterbacks of all time like we're not inducting Tim Tebow based off of his Florida tenure we should no we shouldn't <laughs> He's got the Jesus Hall of Fame. He should be fine with that.
2: <laughs> the baseball Hall of Fame, nobody gets in.
0: Yeah, and then it's like once you miss your window, that's that's it.
1: It's it's weird. Like the like the the NFL Hall of Fame is like its own entity that doesn't really like apply to anything. Doesn't have that to me. Has like zero logic, and it makes no sense it's like the hall of the hall of fames need to kind of like regroup and figure out a way to be in between the NBA hall of fame where basically all you had, to, if you sneezed on a basketball a and the baseball hall of fame, where, you know, you need to, you know, you need to play 40 seasons win 30 gold gloves have 12 world series and, you know, all this other shit to even be considered. Yeah, Baseball Hall of Fame
4: is ridiculous. Well, just, it, you know, I, I see both sides, because, like, it should be hard to get in the Hall of Fame. Right? I mean, it should be.
1: But, I don't I don't know, like, base, baseball is, it's... It, it's just ridiculous. Like, the, the, the Baseball Hall of Fame, I saw a thing about this. Buster Posey. Is Buster Posey a Hall of Famer? I think so.
0: Yeah, my gut reaction is yes.
1: Uh... I mean, without uh, again, here, I'll like off numbers. the top of my head, then yeah. I'll give you the numbers. I got them right here. Where is it? Right. Nope, that's not it. Okay. Buster Posey's career numbers: three hundred two, three hundred seventy-two, four hundred sixty. 831 OPS, one MVP, seven All-Star games, four Silver Sluggers, and a Golden Glove. And however many World Series championships. Yeah. Yes, he's a Hall of Famer. Right? Probably first ballot, would you say? Maybe second at the worst? Yeah, first because he played the catcher position. Yeah. How come Joe Maurer's not a Hall of Famer? I think he is. But he's not. He's got. I agree. Three hundred six, three eighty eight. His four points lower OPS. One MVP. More silver sluggers. More gold gloves. Same amount of All Star games. Not in the Hall of Fame, and 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 is looking like he won't be. The, the Baseball Hall of Fame is. It, it's it's almost like it's hard just. To, you know. Well, you know what it is is that Joe Mauer
2: moved to first base very early on in his career. What does that have to do with it? It have to do with a lot because those numbers, as a catcher, get to me. Those numbers, as a first baseman, does not.
1: But why? I don't know. That's just how it works. Because, it, because it's to be difficult. Like they, it, it, it's I don't know. Like baseball, they they do this thing. Like I understand that it's hard, but like so, if a first baseman bats three hundred, wins. Seven silver sluggers, four gold gloves, makes eight all-star games, looking percentage of 426. It's not a Hall of Fame career, but a third baseman with the same numbers does the same thing. To me, that just sounds like – so, like, to me, it's like, oh, that's a third baseman that's not as good defensively as a first baseman. Like, third baseman, it's harder to be beat. It doesn't make any sense to me. Hey, man, I agree with you. I'm just giving you the reason. But that's not a reason. Like, what's the reason? Like, who came out and said that was a reason? Because in in the world of baseball heads,
2: like, first baseman is the power numbers. That's what they care about when it comes to statistics. How many so, home runs do they hit?
1: So if you're a first baseman, so if I became, let's say I played first base my entire career, 18 years, and I batted 425, but I hit 30 home runs for my entire career, would I get in? When he's batted four twenty five, yeah. There's always the exception, but like, there's no like rule as to like what the exception is. Like, that's, I know it, it doesn't make sense. The baseball Hall of Fame is it's hard for it, it, It's hard for no reason, and it doesn't make any sense. Whereas like the NBA, it's just like all you have to do is play and you're in. I don't know. It, it's to me, it's like the, the, the Hall of Fames have been. They're, they're, they've been completely ruined over the
0: years. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think there's got to be um, a look at the way things are done because it just... I, I, I think it, it, there's, there's, there's too much. It, it, it seems like there's, there's too much requirements that, <laughs> that that seem to change. It's like, oh, we had to do this, but then you also had to do this during this time frame right
1: right like like what about like like it, it, I don't know like to me it just doesn't make sense from an aspect of like let's say you have a guy who had slightly above average numbers across the board but he won you know I don't know let's say over the course of his 18year career he played for five teams and managed to put together eight like has eight World Series eight eight World Series titles under his belt over the course of like, you know what I mean? Like, he's he's just a role player, a, an above-average role player that does his job. He does it well, but he's not an elite at anything. But he wins eight World Series. Like, why Like, why should that guy not be con- – like, he wouldn't even be considered for the Hall of Fame. But, like, and, why, and Emma, why shouldn't he? What right, go ahead. What I'm saying, like, but why shouldn't he be? I mean, it just – baseball doesn't care about championships when it comes to the Hall of Fame. Well, because baseball treat I can you know what exactly what it you know what it is cuz baseball doesn't look at baseball as it's to baseball it's not a team sport it's an individual sport baseball right. it, it, it's not a team sport in the eyes of, of the elite it's it's it doesn't matter if you go out you know if you go out and you you know bat 850 with runners in scoring position but you have a 2 you only have a 283 batting average overall but you know, but, but you're constantly batting guys in, or you're constantly like moving guys from second to third, and you're setting up sacrifices, and you're doing all the things that help your team get, in, get to the postseason and make it to the World Series. Like, it, 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 like I don't know, like to me, at that point, the Hall of Fame's not it. It mean, doesn't mean anything. I don't know. It, it, if I won eight World Series and was consistently helping my team, even if I won three World and was consistently helping my team win and make the playoffs and be in pennant races and all that stuff. But, like, the Hall of Fame was like, oh, well, you know, you didn't hit 400 home runs, so. Well, <laughs> sure. I, that
4: That's the reason I was so bummed that Jorge Posada is off the ballot. He had one year of eligibility. And, and really, it's that reason. I mean, the guy has, I, I, and again, Why I, I may mean, have one year because in in the baseball hall of fame if you don't get at least like 5% of the vote or whatever you're you're out you're off gotcha. okay um and he was on for 1 year didn't get the reco- the numbers and and now he he's ineligible and and I mean pretty much for like what Paul was just saying I mean he was he played forever was in I I, gotta, I would have to look. He he won either three or four World Series. I mean, I think he was like a two seventy something career hitter. Like had had good numbers
1: as a catcher, and, and was one and done on the ballot. Right. So, and, like, and that guy made a career off of helping his team, yeah, succeed and win. And without him, pr- probably wouldn't have had the same level of success. As they would have had with him. So, like, to me, like, I understand that being in the Hall of Fame is the biggest, you know, the biggest individual honor you can receive in, like, sports. But from a baseball standpoint, I almost, like, don't think it even matters. I don't, I don't, I don't think it really, I don't think it means anything. Like, I look at, like, Paul Kanurko. Like, if, if Paul Kanurko didn't play for the White Sox, the White Sox would have never even sniffed an AL pennant, let alone win a World Series. Now, granted, that starting lineup was insane. You know, I think I think the 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 made the major stat from that team was that in the ALCS they played five games and the bullpen only recorded two outs. Like that's how good the starting lineup was. But but Paul Konerko did everything left and right to get that team there. And you know, like and I'm not saying Paul is on the same level as Posada, but it's like. I would value that way more than I would ever value the hall of fame if I'm in baseball. Cause in baseball, it seems like it's like, I don't know. It just seems like it's uh it doesn't really matter what your numbers are. It matters more. So like you're, you're kind of just handpicked.
4: Well, I mean, it's also a lot of baseball numbers are team driven. I mean, yeah, a guy can have, you know, say 150 RBIs in a year, but that means the guys on his team were on base, Like,
2: right. right.
4: You know, you're not, not going to run in if you're, the guy ahead of you isn't on base. And even still, I mean, you see it where if you're
1: the only bat on your team, you could be, you could be the best Juan, hitter at in the Juan league. Soto with the, look at Juan Soto before he got traded. Yeah. His, his numbers were abysmal. And, I mean, if you're the only threat, you're not going to get a
4: strike. I mean, and then be as good as you want if you're <laughs> – if we take the
2: bat out of your hand, then good luck. Right. That's why I think Barry Bond deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. That guy was walked more than anybody else ever. He walked like 200 times, but he had 70 home runs.
1: Didn't that guy have like, didn't he have like a season where he had like more walks than plate appearances or something like that? Or not? Not? Not, not a season, like a month or something like that. He has like a, like I don't know what it
2: was.
0: Yeah, but, I like, know the stat you're talking about.
1: It was something where, like he had like like his his walks like were more than his plate appearances, or not plate right. appearances, or his like registered at bats or whatever. Because doesn't know that bat. Yeah, walk is not bat. Like, yeah, and like also
2: think about it, they would intentionally walk him, with the bases loaded. Yeah, the guy was roided out of his mind. It doesn't matter. You still have to be good. You still have to be good in order for that. Steroid doesn't do that for everybody. Don't. I'm sorry.
1: I just think that, like, you know, like you don't see it very often. You know, like, um, like you look at like a, like even somebody like like Kobe Bryant for example, you know, like even you could even make the argument is like LeBron James, Michael Jordan, too. Like those guys are all time elite, great players, but they didn't change the game the way that like magic Johnson changed the game, you know, like, uh, like players like that, like magic Johnson probably had more of an actual impact on the way that professional basketball is played than Michael Jordan did. Just like you know? Steph Kerr. Right. Like Steph Curry has more of an impact on how the basketball game is played these days than, you know, LeBron James does. But. Um, it, I don't know, it just seems like it, it doesn't make sense to me that like like somebody like Devin Hester, like he completely changed the impact on he, he played. He changed the way football was played like that should kind of outweigh stats almost.
0: Yeah, and I think the NFL did themselves a disservice in a way. Where I, I get it, it was for you know the anniversary of the NFL, but they let like a bajillion people in, and it's like, in a way you you kind of set this precedent of like, okay, hey, we'll make an exception for something, but not everything. I don't know.
4: I t- I, I do agree with you, Paul. That the I think the longer he has to wait.
1: I guess the more likely he doesn't end up getting in. Yeah. Well, especially too the way the NFL is completely doing what they can to eradicate that specific play.
4: Yeah. Cause I mean, eventually the guys that are voting on it, aren't going to, I mean, gonna, like know or care about
1: kick returns. Right. They're going to be like, Oh, like, you know, like this guy did all, you know, it, cool. Like he did all this stuff, but you know, like it's, you know, whatever like it does how much did it, does it really mean and it's like well it meant everything at the time but the longer he has to wait the more likely i think it is that he doesn't get in i think next yeah. year his is his last legitimate chance i think after that because because what because what is it the mlb does the thing right where like after a certain amount of time you can go in as like a vet like a whatever yeah so like, like a if you if you
4: get you know kind of booted off the ballot or i think you can be on the ballot for 10 years after that then like this veterans committee can vote to put you in
1: yeah i don't know how that works in like the nfl like i don't know if like after a certain amount of time you're just like okay you're never getting voted for again or like if there's like a old timers type ballot like you were saying
0: What's weird, I, mean, yeah, I don't have, know we'd have to seriously like look at all the you know Hall of Famers for the past couple of years but as you know just at the top of your head there's less and less people that like guys who played in the 70s or you know even the 80s you know as, as each I year still goes have by
3: stop from like 20 minutes ago huh that's a, I, I
0: don't, still have I that don't list know
3: up from like 20 minutes ago
4: I don't know if there is like a I'm gonna I don't know if this is the right term but like I don't know if there is like a term limit for NFL like Hall of Fame eligibility.
3: There's not. And Lynn Swan was famously on the ballot for a record fifteen times. Cause I mean at least from what I understand with the, the NFL
4: one is like the guys get in a room, whoever it is, writers, whoever it is, and like they start throwing names out and they vote on and then they narrow down the finalists and then there's a like the finalist committee or whatever. Um so I, I don't I don't think there is like a you know oh this is his last year type thing I, I guess officially like of course there's you know if you don't get the finalists the next year or whatever I I don't know
0: yeah no I mean it's 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 just a shame that we have to talk about it year in and year out it's just like these guys these. Good players just be in.
4: Did uh did you guys see this thing with Jerry Jones talking about the Eagles before the Super Bowl? No. No. It it made me laugh. Um he was saying how the, the Eagles pretty much like you know, sold out and went all in this year to to you know, win the Super Bowl when he, you know, he's focused on the future and like building his team for the future. And he said, you know, he he compared them to the Rams. This why I like, and, and like I mean we we've joked about on the show. I mean, the Rams mortgaged the future for the Super Bowl last year. It it just that's what they did and it's fine, it worked, you know. That's good. But I don't I mean, I don't think the Eagles really did that. I mean, they went to a Super Bowl this year and have a Top ten pick in this year's draft. Yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yeah, they, they, they a. brought in AJ. Yeah. yeah, which was...
4: is fine. Like they brought in AJ Brown. Who's but I it? mean, they have the Saints pick.
1: What is that from?
2: Uh,
4: last they traded up draft. for a lot of it. Yeah. Oh. but I, uh, you know, like I don't know. They, I think they, yeah, obviously bringing in AJ Brown is a big addition, but I mean, I don't know, but I don't, I don't think the Eagles like sold out or, or went, you know, sold the farm to pretty much like, uh, you know, more or less buy a super bowl. No, I think.
1: No, so. I think I guess. Just, Sorry, go ahead. What, how long do they have on Hertz's rookie deal? still? uh, this was year three, I think. So they got another year on that. Another
4: year. Uh, was he a first-round pick? No,
1: I think
0: he was a second-round no.
4: so, so, yeah, he's got one more year. Because so. uh, outside the first round, you don't get that fifth year. Although, if he was a second-round, I mean, this may have been the last year of his rookie deal. I don't know how that works with um, – are they all four years? I don't think so. So, I maybe think- his, his rookie – because I know they're already talking extension, so maybe –
1: well, he so must I, have one more year
4: because no one's talked about him being
1: a free agent. Yeah, if they're talking extensions, then he's got at least one more year.
4: Um, but it, it was just one of those things where I'm like, this guy's just an idiot. Like, just saying <laughs> nonsense.
1: Yeah.
4: You know? Um, I have another question. And I was thinking about this during the game last night, because I, I i don't know if you guys noticed. I mean, players were, like, running on, like, a slip and slide last night. Yeah. Guys were falling off. How can the NFL not figure out grass?
2: <laughs> I mean, really, like. Well, it was uh, fine like, until the halftime.
4: No, even early on, guys were flying all over the place.
0: So, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I had read that this was sort of somewhat experimental. Um. And it just was happened like to be. Of... Oh, Go ahead, Paul.
1: It was like a new breed of grass.
0: Right. But it just happened to be on the Super Bowl. But to... which begs the question, why are we trying things on the biggest game of the year? I just don't understand.
4: I, I, I guess my point is, is like, you know, you watch baseball. Game, you don't see a lot of like outfielders like falling. I mean, I don't watch a lot of soccer, but do you see guys really like wipe out no. a lot. No. How can they not just figure out grass? I don't get it.
0: <laughs> and also like the, the Arizona system is pretty much foolproof. They the field is on a track. They they roll it out, they give it the water and the sunlight that it needs. Game day, it comes in day of or night before. They get it ready to go. It's 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 pretty much the perfect system. I mean if if you have the room and the ability to do that, that's the way a grass field should be taken care of. So I, I just play- don't know.
1: Was the game in Glendale? I wherever wherever the Cardinals play. So, it, do, have the Cardinals been playing on this grass all year? Yeah, this nope. was where. Nope. Oh no, no, no! no, good no good I'm good sorry.
4: Field. Yes, I'm sorry. the The grass, yeah, was different. But they because they were saying like the Chiefs complained earlier this year about the the turf or the you know the grass there because that's where Harrison Bucker got hurt when he he slipped and whatever he missed a few weeks. Yeah, but it um, doesn't
3: matter because it came out today that Danaville have been growing this grass essentially for two years.
4: Yes. No, I, I, I get it, but I'm saying, like, there's already logged issues in the stadium. It's just I don't understand how they can't figure out grass. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, man, I'm in a no. spot I should not be.
0: I mean, just for me, I, the, the Super Bowl is not a time for, like, hey, let's try something. Like I, I, I don't. Yeah. Like for the same reason that you know the the game at MetLife, you know, in my opinion, didn't work because it, you know it it was it was crappy. You're outside in February in New Jersey, like, <laughs> and it's raining. Right, it's it's horrible. I mean, and Paul and I talk about this all the time. With the exception of that game in when Bears played the Colts and it rained for that Super Bowl, every other Super Bowl has basically been perfect. And now it's like it's like a, a, a blemish that like Did it impact the game? I think it does in, in whatever well, aspect. Thing,
1: well, and that's the thing is like, and that's what we're starting to see a lot of now is you're, we're going to start seeing something that made football what it was, which is weather elements and stuff like that are just are going to be gone in the next 10 years. They won't exist because you look at teams like the Chicago Bears, for example there there there's speculation and talks of them moving to a suburb of Chicago and building a massive stadium or you know Chicago agreeing to build them a massive stadium to stay i mean one part of it is because you know the bears have like the smallest stadium in the NFL because it's so old i think it only seats like 63,000 people um but the other thing too is is you know a, a northern team will not host a Super Bowl unless it's got a roof. And the 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 last team to do it will be the Packers because it's, you know, Lambeau and the winner is iconic. But in the next, you know, 10 to 15 years, you're going to see weather is not going to play a point because eventually it's going to become a thing where the Packers are going to be like the only team with an outdoor stadium. And the NFL is going to be like, yeah, you got to get rid of this. Yeah.
0: and and i'd feel totally different if a super bowl was held prior in chicago or you know detroit before it was in a dome minnesota before a dome but they just haven't been and then for them to just be you know what new stadium in jersey let's put a super bowl there we'll roll the dice on the weather just it's it's not it's not the time to try things
1: yeah i don't know my thing is i never understood the whole not want like from a from a fan standpoint you know whatever but like I never understood the whole like wanting to avoid the elements for a football for the Super Bowl. I never understood it. Why why does it matter if the game's played in the rain or the snow or it's eighty-five or forty-five or five? Like, what does it matter? I don't understand it. Like, what's what? What is the actual like logical reasoning to why a game can't be played in Green Bay and for the Super Bowl? Yeah,
0: I don't know. I Imagine it's money,
1: but like but what what for what you, you're gonna tell me that if if a game is if the Super Bowl's being played in Lambo they're 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 gonna risk not selling out the Super Bowl
0: oh no I mean I don't know I I just you know I'll give you an answer without a reason i I, I really don't know I, I mean to kind of piggyback
4: it, it's it could just be something as simple as like they do so much like of all the coverage prior that I mean say if a week before you know it's in say it's in Lambo and they get hit with, you know, a foot and a half of snow. Now, it's just, I mean, for the game, it doesn't matter. The game's going to sell out and, and the money's there. But as far as like the, the stuff leading up, I mean, I, that may play a part, I guess.
1: I, I like, I don't know. I just I don't understand like the whole concept of like, oh, yeah, we need it to be perfect conditions for the game. And it's like, for what? Like, for what reason? Like it, it to me, it just it makes no sense because, and because the, the thing is, is like the NFL. What the NFL needs to do, honestly, what the NFL needs to do is they need to build a dome in New Mexico, and that that's where the Super Bowl is hosted every year. Because it's, I mean, you look at it from the standpoint of like, like you know, like they they like to use like oh, like the weather for. Uh, fairness So it's like Well if there's fucking Six inches of snow On the ground Pretty sure both teams Are running through Six inches of snow <laughs> And it's like Oh well weather And it's like Okay well if it's You know 85 If it's 75 degrees Outside during the game And you have the Fucking LA Rams Playing the Buffalo Bills Like well that's gonna Be uh, That's gonna be a f- Advantage to the Rams Because they're used to Playing in that weather This time of year or in January whereas the Bills would be practicing out in cold weather so like either way there's always some sort of unfair advantage so like at least eliminate like the and I'm happy that the Rams got it you know what I mean but like it baffles me that there's a chance every single year that a team's going to play a home game for the Super Bowl that doesn't make any sense to me yeah.
0: I'd have no problem if they wanted to create a, just a neutral site every year you just play the Super Bowl in the same place like do it in fucking Hawaii like they used to do the Pro Bowl. Build a fucking stadium
1: in Hawaii. Do the Pro Bowl thing there and do – because the Pro Bowl stuff that they do, like the fucking flag football and all that stuff is a week before anyway. So, it, you know, you started off with that in Hawaii. All those events take place in Hawaii. Then you just do the fucking press conferences and shit and do it in a neutral site. You're, it doesn't, they, they could fucking put it in fucking Belgium and it's selling out. It doesn't matter where they put it. It just it baffles me that at, at Super Bowl Fifty Seven we still can't figure out grass, and there's always a chance that a team's gonna have a home game for the Super Bowl. It just blows my mind that that's like even an option.
0: Yeah. <laughs> for it to have happened two years in a row. Did it happen two years in a row? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tampa. Brady won at
1: home. Then, um, was the Buck Super Bowl in Tampa?
4: Yep. Yeah. No. Oh. And was it was it L A last year? Yep. So that's
3: annoying.
0: The home field bowl.
4: Then uh, I had another thing that didn't I thought was the funny. The
3: Rams for the away team.
1: But <laughs> but even still, though, like it doesn't really matter though because it's like the Rams I didn't know it was a joke. No, I know, what I'm saying, but like, like it, it like the Rams didn't have to travel, even though that, even though the other team traveled six days ahead of time to make sure that they were like comfortable and whatever, you know, it's
0: you too, know, it, you know it's still travel. They should be required to get on a plane anyway. <laughs> they just they just load the plane, they like sit on the tarmac for a few hours and get off.
4: Just kind of fly up, circle, do some, uh, you know, a couple of laps around the yeah. airport. Just to be fair. That's pretty funny. It'd be so expensive for no reason. <laughs> but the the other thing I had, I don't know if you guys saw. Did you see when they announced Prescott as the the winner of the Walter Payton Award and he just got booed to yeah. hell?
1: Yeah, that that's NFL fans being real assholes for no reason. I
4: mean, really like it's it's like I'm laughing about it cuz I don't, I don't care about Prescott, but it it's horrible cuz like Here's a guy, like, winning an award for, for charity. charity.
0: <laughs> the most and
1: like, honestly, Boo. well, and, and honestly, one of the most prestigious awards you can win in football.
4: Yeah. I mean, I, I, w- I would put it up there. Like, there's that and the MVP. Like, the other ones, offensive player, defense. Like, I don't know. Those, of course, are, like, great achievements. But, like, the Walter Payton Award is something. And I think even amongst the players is just, like, a highly respected yeah thing to win
0: i mean i, I you know, like
4: I, that that's a big deal
0: i like to imagine that the people booing were just kind of like the philly fan dirt bags but i mean i i don't really know it could have been you know anybody
4: it was just funny he came out you know and again you know i'm not a huge you know Dak prescott guy but it, it's an award he's doing good stuff you know i i i respect that <laughs> and they just boo him to hell <laughs> This is just
1: kind of funny. It's yeah. not, but. NFL fans are just a different breed of assholes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> just an interesting breed.
0: Yep.
4: Impressive Remember, the Eagles included. fans threw snowballs at Santa.
1: That's right. Philadelphia has lost three major championships in the past, like, six months.
4: Man, Larry was not happy when I made that joke.
1: <laughs> well i shouldn't say major championships they lost two major championships in the mls cup finals
4: <laughs> like kyle it was so funny like kyle was just kind of like what the hell man and larry's like are you serious right now <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you know it's funny. i would definitely argue that kyle's a much bigger phillies fan than larry is like larry's not none. even a phillies fan <laughs> yeah well, like why why would he take such exception to that statement
1: <laughs> it was
4: it was just so funny
1: you know, I just realized I'm mowing down these fucking gasleys in this fucking mass outbreak, and I don't even know what a shiny gasley looks like to know if I've killed one. Huh, huh. So we're, so uh... it, isn't it like not that different looking?
4: It it's I think a little like lighter.
1: Yeah, I've definitely killed one.
0: So we're we have the understanding that the Sixers are losing the finals this year, correct?
2: He's real funny. Or they right be making it out of
1: the second round. Yeah, you know why it doesn't matter if the Sixers win or lose? Because the, the, the Flyers aren't getting there. <laughs> so it doesn't it doesn't even fucking matter. <laughs> if I'm Kyle, I don't want the Sixers to make it to the finals because if the Sixers make it and lose, that means that the Phillies probably make it back and lose again <laughs> and start to trend all over. <laughs> Listen I'm happy that the Phillies actually made a good run.
2: They played a very good team.
4: You know, I wish I knew like the exact set. Like, you know, Larry, Larry said something. I was just like, "Yeah, man, I'm excited to see Philly get two two uh, you know championship losses in one year." He just looked over. He's like, "What
1: the? What? What do you mean? <laughs> now I got to eat a fuck another edible." <laughs> yeah, that
4: was that was fun. It wasn't. I was trying to convince him that it wasn't a real edible. He's like, nah, man, I know.
0: I was like, "Man, yeah, well. I want, they more, gave you a I want some more. I want some more background for the story.
1: To, I think what you got to do is you just got to start convincing people that you know what real edibles are because um, Marissa brings home the good stuff that she confiscates.
0: Yeah.
4: I kept telling Chris that he only does what he does because of Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was so fun. Well, at one point, he's like, "No, no, like I used to be a ge- But I did some research. I was like, "You listened to Joe Rogan? That was your research? <laughs> like you didn't Google anything? <laughs> you weren't reading art?" He was just like, "Yeah, I made these gummies now, and every guy that runs is going to buy them."
0: You should really lean into a, a Chris Rogan type joke.
4: There was one time I think I, I I don't remember what he was talking about, but I remember me and Paul said that to him. When I was like, "You'll just do anything Rogan tells you, huh?" And I think he got upset.
1: <laughs> I didn't. I laughed. No, not that no. you got upset. <laughs> no, no, I know, but I'm just saying. Like, I thought it was funny. <laughs> and Dallas is ice cold right now.
4: Oh, can I tell you that was an, I, I that was like my last point. <laughs> Kyle just reminded me of it. Um. Dallas Goddard is like a top two tight end right now, right? When like healthy. it's him, like it's him and Kelsey.
1: Um, like in terms of pass catching, yes.
4: Yeah, I mean, a couple of the plays he made. Last, I, I
1: think what he's a saying? better receiver than Kittle. I think he's a better receiver than Kittle. I think Kittle's a better mm. tight end than I think. Yes, I think Tittle's I think Kittle is the best tight end in football. Yes,
4: the best all around tight end.
1: Yes, I agree with that.
4: I, I think. Goddard and Kelsey are better receivers than Kittle is.
1: I do not think that Mark Andrews is a better receiver. I just think that he's in a system that he's the only option.
4: Yeah. But, I mean, Goddard, I mean, some of those plays he was, I was like, Jesus. I mean, this guy was making incredible plays.
1: Um, I mean, nobody, nobody's Tyler Higby. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny.
4: Although, hold on, I do want to hear Massey defend Kittle here.
3: No, you don't. We're good. Come on.
4: (laughs) Come on, tell us how much you like the Niners.
3: (laughs) I wouldn't shed a tear at the plane crash tomorrow. Oof. Yikes.
1: Massey, good for you.
3: And also,
4: they would for sure be your toast excellence.
1: Massey, good for you.
4: Oh, I just gave this thing a sandwich.
0: Nice. There's actually a, a little-known fact that Massey has a heel tattoo of the 49ers logo. <laughs> yeah,
3: right next to my Colin Kaepernick jersey tattooed on my back. He's Could a Jew. I, t- I, was, I was
4: convinced he was going to come out during the halftime show. <laughs> I thought for sure it was going to happen.
1: Colin Kaepernick? Yeah.
4: And really, it was only because uh, it was a year or two ago where Rihanna was like, I'll never do the halftime show because Kaepernick's on the NFL. And then when it said she was it, I was like, he's for sure coming out. He's going to do like some spoken word fucking bullshit. And here he comes
1: josh was asking me he's like who do you th- josh and Bree were like who do you think the surprise person for the halftime show is going to be and blah 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 and the minute i heard the song i was like man could you imagine if rihanna just backdoored kanye
3: west into this fucking thing
0: <laughs>
3: that would have been awesome well
0: comes out in a snowmobile suit
3: she didn't have a special guest though right i'm not an asshole no, for no, saying- she did no i mean she just a baby just yeah yeah i said the I said the second that she was announced that she wasn't even have a special guest because she was too pretentious to let the spotlight be taken off of her you
1: yeah. know and I tell you what I'll die alone on this mountain and I know that i'm I'm one of one of the I'm the only one if not maybe mass, but uh, she is not attractive.
3: no I'm there with you
1: I think Kendall just got upset you know, a, Kendall doesn't even think she's attractive he just it's it's because she's black.
0: I'm upset.
1: Even... It's just Ken... that's just Kendall's whole like Black Lives Matter thing in him. Like he just
0: he looks black.
1: Man, that's that's real funny.
0: Could you imagine instinctively as I was always like, I've never said that. <laughs> 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 I had to like stop myself.
4: <laughs> like and canceled.
0: Yeah, but no, I do think she's attractive. Did you
1: guys see that dark humor joke I sent on Instagram? No. Oh, made me laugh out loud pretty hard. I was like, man, I wish I thought of this so I could say it to the group. <laughs> I'll say it. I don't care. Our our, our fan can stop listening. It was, uh, was it
3: the one from Walmart?
1: No, it was the one where the guy was talking. And he was like, He was like, nice shoes, dude. 2001 called. Oh, the South Tower got hit. Oof. Yikes. Uh, I, I saw that and I was like, "Oh my god, how fucking great is that?" Although I don't think anything, the, I don't think anything will ever top Kyle telling a firefighter happy nine eleven at a Dutchess drive through.
0: Takes a special kind of private. person.
1: What'd you say, Kyle? That was private. That was not private. You nothing, told me to say something. Nothing That's dark. Cute. What you went with?
2: No, like, you told me to say something, like, about that.
0: Nothing dark yeah, give humor. me
1: a joke. Nothing dark humor that ever happens in front of me will stay private. I want the world to burn.
0: And we've actually talked about this moment on the show before, Kyle. <laughs> want...
1: Oh, yeah. I want the world to burn, and I want to sit in the oven while it happens. All right. Because tonight will be the night that I will fall <laughs> for you.
4: Yeah, Paul. I'm sure you've had to see this, but when when Amelia and Ellie were over, they made us watch this fucking pen apple pineapple video.
1: Yep. No, dude, part.
4: fuck that guy. Yeah. That was one of the. I, we're sitting. Here, I looked. I was like,
1: "Are you kidding me?" I tell you guys all the time. Or I should. I, I actually don't know why I said that. But, like, <laughs> I, I think of you guys all the time. Every time I'm, like, doing something with, like, like, like as, from, like, a parent standpoint, I just, I think I'm, like, man, I can't picture fucking Mike Mock doing this. Or, like, Jesus Christ. Could you imagine if Kendall had to do this right now. Or it today, like, I had to set up a fucking assembly line to put Valentines together. I was, like, Kendall would be losing his fucking mind right now.
0: Yeah, I'm actually irritated just hearing it.
1: Like we had to put, we had to get valentines ready for Valentine's Day tomorrow. Like we had a little assembly line going, you know. Like I was folding the valentines, and wouldn't Samantha was stuffing the bags, and wouldn't Amelia was it. writing her name on them so people knew they were from her. Yeah, the three and things had, you
0: mentioned, I wouldn't do. Yeah, but you would,
1: you will do it, Kendall. That's the thing is, you I will. Saying, like
4: you're not going to have a choice in like a few weeks. No, yeah. What do you mean you're not going to do it?
0: No, Rebecca will just do it. I'll be the foreman. I'll, I'll yeah. explain that she's doing it wrong. But offer yeah. no support.
1: Whatever, whatever you say, tough guy. Chris Jankowski said the same shit. Yeah, no, listen, and now he drives thirty-five minutes to watch piano recitals.
0: That's a beautiful instrument. It's not. Shut up, Kendall. I tell you, if that was if that was one thing I could just you know wake up and be able to do, play the piano. That that's like top of list.
2: Why? Well, so you can be like Billy Joel, your idol
0: no there's been a lot of better piano uh-huh. players than billy joel no
1: no kendall you can't come back from that you want to be Kendall, really- what if that
4: was the only song like if you were to just sit down at a piano and you just were able to play that flawlessly
0: what do you mean just play billy joel songs yeah He's i mean i would man. i would for sure lean into it
4: <laughs>
0: i'd be like a real dick
4: but, guys, I've always loved
3: Billy Joel.
0: Well, I don't know about, like, saying that, but
3: I, I, I definitely work at it. Your, it would be your I Michigan you would State. Like I, I you would, like
0: Billy Joel. Kendall,
3: listen, why do you actually not
1: like Billy Joel? No, 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 listen. He, that's, just, that's the thing. A, that's, that's the thing. We're going to stop that right there because he doesn't dislike Billy Joel. He likes right. half Billy Joel's music. He just hates the popular Billy Joel music. Why? Kendall, Kendall's a Billy Joel hipster.
0: No, no, Man,
1: no. You know it's
4: awesome? I, I kinda had a feeling you were gonna say that and I was like, this is gonna be funny.
0: No, but like still rock and roll to me is a popular song. It's not a hipster song, it's not like a deep cut. Like that that's like that's Kendall. a popular that's a probably a top Kendall. seven song.
3: Kendall. Yes. <laughs> Why do you hate Billy Joel?
0: I hate the long winded go nowhere songs where he just whines and drones on but about Kendall, nothing. But you make us listen like to that. Them. you make but, us listen to that kind of shit at the bar. But those songs <laughs> don't whine and draw on. They're long songs, but they're action packed. It's that 14 minutes no of nothing.
1: Sense, but, Kendall, no let sense, me tell you, but. you right now, Kendall. Uh, Life's been good is not an action packed song. I love the song. There's like 15 words in the whole song.
0: No, it's more than that. There's three quality verses. There's, there's an there's, awesome synthesizer. There's three,
1: there's three verses. None of them are longer than any verse in Piano Man, and the song is four times as long.
0: It is sound like,
3: sounding song. to me like you don't have a good reason to not like it.
0: No. We just said, I don't like, I don't dislike Billy Joel. There are songs I dislike by Billy Joel a lot, a great deal. But there are songs by Billy Joel that I really like.
3: But it sounds like you don't have a reason to dislike the songs. That you just
0: I just gave the reason.
3: But it's and Uptown Girl is pretty ass packed song.
0: Catchy it is catchy but that's about it it really is pretty much next to no redeeming qualities
1: so either it's just being catchy all is long. quality i couldn't hear i fucking fl- fl- I, fl- I sit in my car sometimes and belt out katy perry songs only because they're catchy i don't need a deep meaning to like a song
0: and yeah. I, I think that's fair but i mean i think we we're, we're, we're trying to we're trying to like put me in this corner here and use no, the, the no, no, no. scapegoat where,
1: where i'm going with this Kendall, is like you fucking love the song unwritten by natasha benningfield
0: it's a great song so the good quality lyrics there too
1: uh, so this is that so we've just entered the uh this is the brian jankowski lakers argument now where like you no longer have any legs to stand on and you just start saying things because if you sit here and tell me that unwritten has better lyrics than Piano Man, well then piano you just is, have Piano Man is just
0: up. it's just a story. It's 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 a it's a you know you That's know That's what music is. Like,
3: well, you wanna know what stories go somewhere too. Hey, also Edmund Fitzgerald is
2: kinda like,
0: you know, the same thing. It's the Edmund Fitzgerald, not not Edwin.
2: I said Edmund.
0: All right, well I apologize.
2: Maybe if you're, fucking, you're, talking if you're
1: fucking neighbor's Wi Fi worked.
0: I pay for Wi-Fi, so take that uh, back. I, I
1: gotta, I gotta, be, I gotta be honest with you, Kendall. I don't know if I really like the whole argument of uh, it's just a story. Like, well yeah, like a, a story is like a good. Like, I like listening to a song that's telling
0: a story. the The point being is that you know, piano man just goes on and on and on, and, and, and provides like next to no like building. It's just like, a, hey, there's a guy over there. There's a person here wasn't there and you know you know they're, they're happy they're happy to see me because i'm the piano man and, and that's it that that's that's the song is it hey let me watch me point out people and hear you know what they're here to see me right, and well, the, wreck the, me, me piece, Kyle, the wreck of the the is a tribute
1: and so what about life's been good what is the what are the lyrical what's the lyrical meaning behind that
0: it's about his career it's it's, it's about him about, it,
1: It's about him trashing hotel bars, and that he has a place where people can send out letters to him.
0: It's about the the lifestyles of of being a a rock and roller, especially in that era. A a guy who's kind of known for being over the top.
1: Billy Joel's song is about him, about piano man at a piano bar. That was a very popular thing.
0: All I'm saying is
1: those bars just to just to see the person playing the piano.
0: And we're really just fixating on the piano, man. There are more <laughs> songs that I dislike. There, I mean, like we, we, could, we could spend hours. I mean, and I will never relent. I will never back down. I mean, people people will... Like Paul sh- wall,
2: you lose all respect.
0: No, that's the, also... It, Kyle, in the hip-hop community, th- that is a respected rapper. So, I mean, y- your you sure? know, argument... Yes, yes. Then if, if that wasn't the case, then there wouldn't be all these people that have worked with him all the years. It just it, it it wouldn't be the case. Well, he worked for them; not they didn't work for him. God, that's not how either of those situations work. work. Work work together. like? It's it's not it's not employment. You you you
4: said
2: he was the best rapper of all time. I didn't say that.
4: And can I tell you, I've been kind of waiting to
0: say that. I never said that
4: because <laughs> that was really funny. We were all
0: there. I didn't say that. The thing is, it's one of those things that you guys will bring up time and time because you know what irritates the hell out of me. And you just love it. Yep.
3: Yep. I was just actually curious why you didn't like Billy Joel. I was thinking about that today.
0: But here's the thing. I dislike a lot of Billy Joel songs, but there are Billy Joel songs that I like.
3: Hey, guys, can we talk about something real quick?
1: That We Didn't Start the Fire is a good song. I don't think I'm, I have beef with that I'm song.
3: Ver- I'm very uncomfortable right now.
1: You're uncomfortable?
3: Yeah.
1: Well, you know, fucking stop sitting on your dildo and you'll be good.
3: Speaking of that, that's why I'm uncomfortable. Not me sitting on it, but <laughs> I'm browsing the Steam Steam uh, like new and trending store. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And There's a game called Hitler Bunker BDSM. <laughs> yeah, so I'm
1: going to I'm going to
3: download it.
1: No, I'm going to need- I'm gonna need a review on that
3: game. No, now. it is. So I'm I'm just looking at like the the screenshots from it, like on the store page. The first page. You know what? I, I'm I'm just gonna share these in here just so you guys can enjoy the pictures that I'm having to look at. Okay. Uh, this is the first picture on. Hold on. Let me hold on. Hold on. Let me let me open
1: up Discord and undo my. One second. Pants are undone, and Discord is open. All right. All right,
0: hold
3: on. Let's see. um...
0: Anticipation's killing me. This
3: this is picture number one. (laughs) 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 It's like watching, it's like looking at
1: Kendall listening to Piano what? Man. Here,
3: here's the best thing, though. This is picture number two kill zombies. This is picture number three. This is on the Steam store, by the way. Like, this wasn't hidden behind anything. This is on the front page.
1: <laughs> oh, Matt, Matt, don't, don't forget this. <laughs> Hitler's <laughs> kind of hung. Huh,
3: huh, huh, huh. Can I? No, is, I,
4: I have been like I'm waiting for just like the Billy Joel photo. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: this I, hmm.
0: A lot of care was taken making these images.
3: Yes, and. A concerning amount.
1: Shiny Torkel, Shiny torkle, Shiny torquil.
3: Uh Oh, this is actually pretty funny. The number one review with over a thousand reviews. A Kanye favorite. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny.
1: Oh, fucking funny.
2: Hey, Anthony Davis is fucking trash.
3: Yeah, it kind of sucks right now. Better than you. It's not hard,
4: mock. Not mock hard. (laughs) Did
3: Kyle just say it's not
4: mock hard? I can tell you. I bet you he makes a whopper faster.
1: Doubt it.
0: I do enjoy... Mock
1: when when you're aroused, do do you tell women that you're mock hard? No. You should
0: you should start doing that that's a that's a t-shirt you wear to a bar you You should should just start telling me that even the hashtag uh what the uh, the wedding hashtag what was it again
4: oh rock Rock out with your mock out
0: yeah i'm saying put that on a shirt
1: i'm mock hard and then be like man that was quick and be like yeah mock seven (laughs)
4: And going that down the waterfall, jerk. going down this waterfall was a real, like, bad, bad idea.
3: Yeah.
4: No, I thought it was going to be cool, and it fucking wasn't.
1: Hey, Kyle. You. You're a homosexual.
2: Appreciate it, dog. Appreciate it. I hurt myself today. You
4: know the fun part about our Discord chat is these pictures are just going to be here.
2: Yep.
0: yep. <laughs> and you know it's funny we really didn't describe any of them. Like
1: we
3: don't really need to.
0: No, we don't. But people listening to the show, like we're just laughing at you know a very product you know provocative Hitler.
3: Well, I I told them what the game is, so if they're interested, they can go look at the pictures themselves. <laughs> yeah, the game was designed
4: by our own Chris
1: Massey. Um, <laughs> well, he. Tried to really, he he said, he's like, I'm gonna depict the character of somebody who dislikes Billy Joel, and there you go. I
0: he's don't like, dislike. There's one Joel.
1: guy I really idolize.
0: Hey, Paul, why was this girl so surprised? Uh,
1: <laughs> because she thought she was getting a penis put in her <laughs> for concert tickets, but instead she got to put in her bum. Is
3: that the storyline of that one?
1: Yeah. She went to see her ex-boyfriend because he bought her concert tickets for her birthday, but then he took them back when they broke up, and she was like, "Well, what do I have to do to get them?" And then he was like, "Boom, right here," and then she was like, "Ugh," and like it's not like it's gonna last long. Pretty sure that's verbatim. Um, it is. And then uh, uh, he just decides that he's gonna he's gonna just throw it right in her bum instead. And she's just like, like,
4: "Oh yeah, bitch! Oh yeah."
1: Yeah, and then she throws he he throws it back into her bum, and she's just like, "That's my ass."
0: I've never made it further than there.
1: (laughs) Whatever happens in the rest of the video, no one knows. I
0: couldn't tell you.
1: Oh, hey, Mock, you want a fun tip for Pokemon? Go. Whenever you see those terrestrialized, uh, like, crystals, just click on it to view the Pokemon that's in there, and then back out, and you'll get, like, lead points. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To go ahead and stack up some extra cash in the beginning. It type. was
4: uh, it was like that. I mean, in Sword and Shield, it was the same same concept.
1: All right. Well, I guess I'll just go fuck myself then.
4: <laughs> no, that's not what I said. Oh, there's a little. It, you oh. kind of said
1: it though. What I heard. don't like kinda what it felt like. I kind of felt like I was the Lauren Phillips in my situation. <laughs> <laughs> and you had the concert tickets. Hey, Paul. Yeah.
3: How you doing, man?
1: Uh, I'm doing all right. You know, mm-hmm. trying to figure out why all of a sudden it's like really windy. Like in real life or in Pokemon? Uh, no, no. Skyrim.
0: Hey, I had a super quick bracket if you guys want to do it. Oh, my God. Is it Billy Joel songs? It <laughs> is. But I already filled it out. Is it actually? No.
1: Hey, Kyle, I just realized that we never finished the baseball thing.
3: You can do it next week.
1: All right. I'll show next week.
3: Why is there a mission next week?
2: Because Kyle's got to finish his baseball thing. <laughs> oh, how about was... you fucking read up on the AL East for me, bud? It,
1: I, I was just like in my head. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, did we say we weren't doing a show? Because <laughs> I'm about it. <laughs>
0: the Yankees it's finishing
1: up. fourth.
0: Okay.
2: Everybody's gonna get hurt. Kyle, you know you're that the could... Chris Sims of this podcast? <laughs> it's fine. At least I do homework on the podcast.
3: <laughs> 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 Ugh,
1: so funny.
3: Kyle, what's your bracket? Uh, right.
1: could you please could you please, Kyle, could you fill out a resume and put Chris Sims of my podcast on it? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. No, please. No. You know what? That would be a fun segment. We should all do that one week. We should fill out like, uh, like like resumes if we were applying to other podcasts, just based on the things we've done on this podcast.
0: That would be funny. <laughs> In fact, we, we should uh, just do uh, that.
1: Yeah, I'll just put right at the top of mine. Openly make uh, racist, dark, and homophobic comments to the public. Man, Jeffs would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have yet to show up to work.
0: No, no, no. Chief editor.
1: <laughs> like, oh, that's right. That's right.
0: Mine would just say moron.
1: <laughs> you know, Kendall, I gotta tell you something. When we make fun of you, it's because we love you and because it's funny. When you do it, it's kind of like a cry for help, and I don't really appreciate it.
0: Oh, it's a cry for help. Right, real quick. super, Super fast... Bracket. It's called um, ice cream flavors. Yes. Uh, Dick move.
1: Jesus Christmas.
0: All right. The first one: uh, not returning a shopping cart versus uh, not leaving a tip. Not leaving a tip.
1: Not leaving a tip. And I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you right now that takes whatever else is on this bracket doesn't matter.
0: All right. What if I adjust it to leaving a bad tip? Uh.
1: Just for, for argument's sake. All right, then you can – But I mean, leaving a bad tip is still a bigger dick moment. Okay,
0: that's that's fair. It's kind of like one and the same at that point. All right, so we got two for tip. Yep. Three for tip. All right, so that moves on. Just the tip. Just the tip. Okay. Uh <laughs> Parking in a handicapped space versus uh, breaking something but then fixing it for the next person to break when they touch it.
1: That, that, that's so funny. Can I tell you something? I've done that at Walker's <laughs> house.
0: What was no. the... Uh, so, Massey, it's parking in a handicap space, or, like, you break something, but you fix it enough for the next person to break that they think that they did it. Hmm. Now I'm I'm equating
4: that with, like, you know, you're putting the Tupperware away, and it's falling out, so you just slam yeah, the door.
0: I mean, yeah, it's stuff like that. It doesn't have to be like, you know, oh, you damaged a, a, a statue at a museum. No, it's... no, no, but I,
1: it, it's funny because I hold, do that at my hold, house. Hold the fucking phone. Kendall, where are statues located?
0: Oh, I can't pronounce it. Museum? Oh, my God. M-U-Z-A-M. It's the most Billy Joel thing I've ever heard. M-U-Z-A-M. Uh, 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 uh.
1: Museum.
0: I know, I just can't do it. Museum. It just sounds funky to me. Right, moving on. Um, oh, what we had what two for breaking something?
3: Yes. Yeah, I'll say three. All
0: right, Kyle, you've been very quiet.
3: Just listening.
0: Well, you can participate. This is for everybody.
2: Yeah, when I'm needed, I'll answer.
0: All right. Um, next one is eating leftovers without asking uh, versus spoiling a movie or TV show.
1: That one.
0: We got two for movie TV show.
1: What <laughs> I'll give it to the movie TV show thing, but man, is it funny to do.
0: <laughs> okay, then we have... So this, man, I'm a bad person.
4: Does that <laughs> include Royal Rumbles? No, nah, I mean, listen.
0: <laughs> I'm not too worried.
4: Listen, the timing of that was so funny. <laughs> I I, you, I felt so bad, but I laughed so hard <laughs> on
1: my couch.
0: Right, so then H- we had... Oh, oh, sorry, uh, Paul?
1: Right, this is more for Mock and Massey, but uh, you know what I just, like, realized? What's uh, I have all of the Evolutions, but I don't have Eevee. That's generally how that goes.
0: I didn't even know that you could do that.
1: All right, go ahead, Kendall.
0: Okay, so um, borrowing a car and or lawnmower, trimmer, whatever... Uh, not filling up the gas before returning versus not refilling paper in the printer.
1: First one. The gas one. Cause- yeah, I think the gas is the bigger dick move. Gas is more expensive. All right.
4: But also it's like, you know, the paper or whatever. Like if you're using someone's car, like, you know, they did you a favor.
0: Yeah, I mean... Uh- Obviously, I think that would probably be better. I was thinking, like, if you if you worked in like a big office and you're, like, no, you like, I got know, you. I just print off 150 pages. Like, ah, fuck you. All right. So now we have uh, leaving no tip versus um, break something for the next person.
4: No tip. No tip.
0: No tip. Just no, a t- no tip moves on, and then uh, spoil movie versus uh, don't fill up gas.
3: Oil movie. Uh, gas. No. Uh, <laughs> I think
0: I go movie. Yeah, one for movie. The
1: the, the no gas thing. Alright,
0: one and one. A big hem and haw for mass. Movie. Two for movie. Souls jumps in.
3: Kendall, where do you lie?
0: Here's the thing. You could spoil oh. anything, I'll just forget it. Because I just can't retain that type of information.
3: So, either way, what I pick wins?
0: Yeah. You're the decider.
3: Mm, great. Go somewhere.
0: Where are you? Mm. Movie. Alright, movie moves on.
1: I'm asking, do you also find that the uh, Pokemon near you on the map thing is just always wrong? Yeah
0: Okay, and then it's just uh, tip versus the spoiler. tip Two for the tip. Tip Tip yeah. I mean, I think the um, you know it was very stacked in favor of that. I mean that's a pretty egregious thing to do. And after I was, you know, years ago called out on that, I, I will never, <laughs> ever, ever do such thing again.
4: Um, I was just gonna bring that up. That was that's still one of the funniest things I think I've ever watched happen.
0: Wait, um, you you didn't tip somebody, Kendall? No, no, no. Well, I, it it was just a bad tip, is what it was. Oh my god!
4: And yeah, I we called. It was. I think it was Vito.
0: And and truth be told, it was. It was more so, like, ignorance versus cheapness. uh. Just, you know, just being bad at things. Um, <laughs> but
4: it was just so funny. We made it feel pretty bad.
0: Yeah, I was horrified since then. And I'll tell you what, of of this list, I, I, I kind of, you know, feel it all from, like, you know, personal experience. I always, always, always return my shopping cart. And I, I have had, like, Kendall, that's
3: a flat out lie. I can't tell you how many shopping carts we stole while we were at Easter.
0: No, well, no. Aside from that, I mean, that's I'm talking about like going to a store as a sober person and going shopping. Like, I, I will always return my shopping cart. And I've Kendall, had like public, you know, freakouts when people don't do it.
1: You, you act like we were drunk at Walmart all the time. Well, enough.
3: At least fifty percent of the
1: time. I, I don't I'm I'm gonna go less I'm to say less than fifteen percent of the time. Well,
0: but but really, I think you guys, as a collective, went to Walmart more than I went with you guys to Walmart. I went with you guys yeah, a lot, definitely for sure. We didn't we didn't go like drunk. No, no, but but in general, though, like I think I went to Walmart with you guys less, D- drunk or not.
1: Well, yeah, you know, it's because you fucking showed up to Eastern for an entire semester with one pair of socks.
0: One point we five. I
1: wasn't invited. Yeah. It's a real bummer that we weren't friends mock because I would have liked to have like invited you up there.
0: Yeah, I'm a bad guy. Can we move on, please?
3: <laughs> Kendall. Yes. How was your martini.
0: Very good. Um I think I need to invest in some vermouth. However, there was
1: there was a time that Kendall went to Yukon with Pat and Jeff. And told me about it, but then told me that I couldn't go. And I got to tell you, that really hurt.
4: Did you get to go shopping for that event?
1: <laughs> uh, I think I gave him free booze for the event.
2: Because
1: <laughs> I think he came up to me and he was like, hey, do you have any alcohol that I could drink tonight? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, cool, thanks. I'm going to keep on with my friends.
0: I'll see you later. I just want you guys to know I'm not having fun anymore. <laughs> Paul, well, Paul, you, you got to...
4: You got to remember, I used to get invited decent just to pick them up. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even say it without laughing. God,
1: <laughs> Paul, how was your drink? Huh?
3: How was your drink?
1: Um, it, it was it was pretty good. I mean, it's a Guinness; it kind of speaks for itself. Um, you know, I think any I think any beverage is better
3: with friends. Mark, how was your sea hag? Well, that's not what I had. Yeah, it was worth a shot.
0: I give him credit was...
3: though. High Life is just fine.
0: It's better than fine.
3: It's Mock's new favorite beer. Kyle, how was your it, water? It's just it's just completely
2: fine. Yeah, it was good. I was the mad at
1: you? Just tired. Well, I mean, do you want do you want to make fun of Kendall? I already did that
0: enough. Yeah, but, I mean, if you want to keep going, that's fine.
1: You guys ever think that, like, Kendall, when he, like, gets off of this, he goes up to her back and be like, man, the guy's really razzed me good tonight.
3: Yeah, I think he just goes upstairs and has another drink
0: before bed. Pouring one right that's
3: now. what I do. I'm
1: going to say, K- Kendall might be in rare form tonight because uh, knowing he doesn't have to be up at the crack of dawn tomorrow morning. Well, actually, he might. You're going training, right?
0: Yeah, but it doesn't change. I, I go crazy no matter what. I'm just a bad guy. Oh, man. That's cool.
1: Sorry. I was just climbing a rock, and I turned around, and there was a Dragonite flying at me.
3: Anybody have
1: closing remarks? Um, the NFL needs new refs. Yep. Um, I finally just found an Arcanine for the first time in, like, ever. And, uh, you know, Hitler gay, question mark.
0: <laughs> Confirmed. Haven't had a dirty martini in a while. Enjoyed him a lot. Wish I had some vermouth, though, because I did not do a good job with any of these.
3: That's right. There's always next time. True. Mock, right. tell us a joke. Mock? Mock fell asleep.
1: Please try again right. later. Can I tell them where they can find us?
0: Well, you can find us. Oh. Did he drop? Yep. He did. We'll do it later. Oh. He's back. We'll get more redeeming. Mock, you there?
4: Yeah, I don't know what happened. Sometimes it just stops working. I have to refresh the page.
0: Hey, that's fine, but, uh, Paul, what you were saying?
1: Can somebody tell somebody where they can find us? Find us on Facebook at Getting
4: Sports with Drunk, Twitter, and Instagram at GSWD underscore four.
1: Make sure to use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's a long, long time ago or the Uptown Girl. or Kendall's just a good guy.
0: Thank you.
4: Like, comment, subscribe on Podbean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify.
1: Oh.
3: Okay.
1: And uh, that's it. That's all I got. Next week, we'll finish up baseball. Kyle will be more alert. Kendall will figure out the audio. Uh, and um, Massey will uh, Massey will have a really funny joke for us. I got you. And that's it. Until then, I'm your host's cupcake, The Riddler. I'm uh, Mark. Sheen Washable. No. Maybe. I'm Kidding Play. Ain't gonna hurt nobody.
3: <laughs> the Mask Chris Massey.
0: And the Red of Red Baron. Meow. Mm. Frozen Pizza. Yeah.